Good morning, friends. Today I want to start with asking this question. Retreat or risk? Throughout redemptive history, that question has confronted God's people. It was the decision facing the Israelites on a crucial day at Kadesh Barnea. You can read that story in Numbers chapter 10. Standing on the brink of the promised land with the guarantee of God within their grasp, they ran from risk and chose to retreat. Instead of staking their lives on the faithfulness of God, they recoiled in fear. The cost was great, and the Lord left an entire generation to waste away in a wilderness until they died. Fast forward a few thousand years and you come to the people of God standing in a similar moment. You and I live in a world where half the population is living on less than $2 a day, and over a billion people live in desperate poverty. Such physical need is only surpassed by spiritual poverty. Billions of people are engrossed in the worship of false gods, and approximately 2 billion of those people are still unreached with the gospel, meaning that they have little chance of even hearing about Jesus' sacrifice for their sins before they die. Most of the unreached also live in areas that are hostile to Christians, areas of the world where our brothers and sisters are presently being persecuted, imprisoned, and killed. Now, though the challenges facing the church are great, the commission Jesus has given us is very clear. Make disciples of all of the nations. Spend your lives spreading the gospel of God for the glory of God to the ends of the earth. As you go, trust in his sovereign authority, depend on his indwelling presence, and experience his incomparable joy. Friends, as we stand at Arcadish Barnea, we have a choice. We too can retreat into a wilderness of wasted opportunity. We can rest content in casual, convenient, cozy, comfortable Christian lives as we cling to the safety and security this world offers. We can coast through a cultural landscape marked by materialism, characterized by consumerism, and engulfed in individualism. We can assent to the spirit of this age and choose to spend our lives seeking worldly pleasures, acquiring worldly possessions, and pursuing worldly ambitions, all under the banner of cultural Christianity. Or we can decide that Jesus is worth more than this. We can recognize that he has created us, saved us, and called us for a much greater purpose than anything this world could ever offer us. We can die to ourselves, our hopes, our dreams, our ambitions, our priorities, and our plans. We can do all of this because we believe that the person and plan of Jesus brings rewards that make any risk more than worth it. In Matthew 13:44, Jesus tells his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and covered up. Then, in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. I love that picture. Imagine walking in a field and stumbling across a treasure that is more valuable than anything else you could work for or find in this life. It is more valuable than all you have now or will ever have in the future. You look around, you notice that no one else realizes the treasure is there, so you cover it up quickly and walk away pretending you haven't seen anything. But you go into town, you begin to sell off all your possessions to have enough money to buy that field. Now, the world would probably think you're crazy. What are you thinking? Your friends and family might ask you. Well, you'd probably tell them, 
I'm going to buy that field over there. They'd probably look at you in disbelief and tell you how stupid that sounded. I mean, why are you giving away everything you have to buy that field? And you respond, well, I've got a hunch. And you kind of smile to yourself as you walk away. You smile because you know that in the end, any risk that others perceive is nothing compared to the reward you will receive. So with joy, did you get that? It says with joy, you sell it all. Why? Because you found something worth losing everything else for. Friends, when we really believe this, then risking everything we are and everything we have to know and obey Jesus is no longer a matter of sacrifice. It's just common sense. To let go of the pursuits and the possessions and pleasures, safety and security of this world in order to follow Jesus wherever he leads, no matter what it costs, is not sacrificial as much as it is smart. In the words of the missionary Jim Elliott, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. A number of years ago, while reading a book by John Piper, there were four words that grabbed me. The four words were, Christ died for God. I was struck by those words. I was compelled by a captivating biblical vision of a God-centered God, and I began to realize in a fresh way that the ultimate reason for my existence is God's exaltation. Moreover, I began to recognize that my greatest joy is indeed found in God's greatest glory, and Jesus is clearly a treasure worth losing and letting go of everything for. This is a central theme, and maybe it's actually the central theme of the Bible, and prayerfully it is the predominant truth that pervades my ministry life, and why risk makes so much sense to me. Today I pray that God will raise up an army of pastors and missionaries and church leaders and church members who are fearless in the face of risk, all because they realize that in Jesus, even death is a reward. In view of God's great glory above us, and in light of the world's great need around us, retreat is unquestionably wrong. So, friends, for the good of our souls and for the glory of our Savior, risk is most assuredly right. May God bless you in that pursuit.